Hello. So we just tried to start this once and your mic wasn't on. Yeah. It's Corona. It happened. It's Corona. It's Corona, it's corona time. Uh, coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are we doing? We're finally back for a second. We're, we're here. It's we're literally here. been a s- while. You may or may not hear our dishwasher draining in the back. It's fine. Well, Don't I mean, you got to wash the dishes, you even gotta, if you're going to cast, you know? Cleaning. Got to be clean. Got to be clean. <laughs> um, intros? Yes. Okay. You go first. Um, I bought Scott's tissue paper because that's because I'm that desperate. That desperate. Yeah. Yep. That's how it goes. Matthew Scott. Oh. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today, Seth Franklin? Coronavirus, baby. <laughs> Coronavirus. No, we're actually no. talking about fear, but because of the hot topic of Corona, we'll talk a little bit about that. Yes. So uh, do you want to update them on your life? Yeah, we can update on life before we start with fear. Yeah. So um, last podcast was back in January, and Ooh, since then... It's been a second baby. It has. We even recorded that before when we released it, which was, I think, the 23rd. Yeah. And every time we have, like, a break, it's always a lot of life. So if you're like, oh, my gosh, they haven't done a podcast, we'll just know that we're probably crying, yeah. or we're probably dealing with something, or... Or we're just doing it. We're just... We're booked and busy, right. you know? So, Germany, baby. Yes, booked and busy. Booked and busy. So, I mean, just know that we're, it's not like we don't think of you and we're not thinking about this podcast thing. It's just other things are time. getting in the way. I think of you all the time. I think of you all the time, too. Oh, my gosh, Matthew. Oh. Hold my hand. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah. So, and also, I think it's... What was I going to say? I don't, I don't remember. Know. But anyway, yeah. So we, okay. we miss you guys. And oh, also, thank you to all the people who like continually ask about the podcast. Right. There's so many people that have come up to me and be like, when are you going to do the podcast? I'm That's like, so funny because no one does that to me. <laughs> well, I mean, you're around a lot more other like, I different I'm, people. Like, I, I promote the shit out of this thing. Well, I mean, like at my office, it's only three people. And then yeah. a lot of people come in, but they're not friends. Yeah. You work with so, a lot like, of friends. So like I meet a lot of people yeah. and then like they come back, you know, like right. regulars. Or just friends. Yeah, you're right. right yeah. So, and one of them was my mom. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say it. She and inspiration like, is just like key to doing yeah. this. I mean, anything, but even more so this. Yeah. And I feel like it's just been, it has been a struggle trying to figure out things. Hold on. I do have a bone to pick with my, our listeners. Uh-oh. Just want to say, love you guys. Y'all are super supportive. I pray, like, you know, pray that all of y'all are doing well in life and everything. Oh, just, just know. Just wish about but the But we have our instagram and i know a lot of y'all follow the instagram amen and also i put out a story recently asking y'all for like what would y'all like us to talk about anything other you know like anything other than what we've already talked Did about we get a response we only got one response and it was from my beautiful boss charity jones oh she was shout like, out girl yeah but like no one else responded i'm like is it just because y'all think we don't care and we don't look at these things? Just guess what? I do. We do. Like, I can literally switch over to the profile. I yes. have the login. Like, we look at we look at what you say and we look me. at what you, like, have, want us to he- talk about. So right. if you want us to talk about something, reach out. Right. Let us know. Like, if you think someone else is going to do it, they're probably not. So they're you should do not. it. Be the one. DM us. DM. Slide into them. Slip Please. in. So. Anyway. Last, that's, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Just know that I would like y'all to do better because I want to do better for you. Spanking. (laughs) (laughs) So fear. So we're going to talk about fear today. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of fear has been happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But as far as like keeping y'all up to date on what's going on in our lives, I personally have been in a play. I'm in a play recently in community theater. Ooh. Uh, 
Where is it at? Strauss? It's is at that Strauss where? Theater in Monroe. Oh, Ooh, if you want to come see it. Well, you can't right now because it's postponed. Right. And that leads us to... Leads us to the Coronas. Yay. Which Mass we'll get to panic. in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Seth, tell them what you've been up to. Um, so back in uh, January, right after we posted, right before we posted the um, the most recent podcast, I started school. Mm-hmm. So I am technically a full-time degree. student. Yeah. Second degree. Right. <laughs> We're on our way. Um, I'm not doing a lot of classes, but the one class that I'm doing like physically in class has now been canceled. Mm. Well, I wish it was cancel canceled, but <laughs> um, in class meetings are canceled. You can't go to the university. Now everything's still open. Like you can go and study and stuff like that. But like, who's going to go study if they don't even have to go to class? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll just do it from my house. I AKA Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, everything's been kind of like shut down as far as like any gatherings, any type of like student activity is canceled. Mm. Study abroad. Bye. Yeah. Like, who is she now? Yeah. <laughs> but, I have uh, heard a lot of foreign exchange students were sent back home. Dude, for real? Yeah. Like, even, like, high school students. Yeah. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. What about people who live on campus? What do they do? I don't do know. Do they go home? I think they I think they told them to go home. Oh, my gosh. I well, didn't get an email. I, I don't know. Because the one in, I know in New Orleans, like, I have, I have a, my friend's brother goes to Tulane, mm-hmm. and they had to throw away all their... Like, all their dorm furniture. Oh, gosh. And then it was, like, I think he said something about move-out day. And I guess, like, they're literally going oh, no. online for the rest of the semester. So. Well, we better still get spring break. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Shoot. Even though we ain't got class, but still. But, yeah. But, yeah. So, that and then um, the possibility of another job happened oh, yeah. too. So, that like, true. it's only been a full week since I did the interview and the assessments and all that stuff. But I have, I didn't tell you, I forgot to tell you, mm-hmm. but I literally counted, I think it was 10 emails with Dang. like study material, which is cool and everything. That's a lot though. But it is, it is a lot. For and a so, job that you don't even have. Not only that, like I was trying to debunk it as even being real. Yeah. You know? So um, I need to follow up with that. But uh, it's just a lot. And whenever I look at my emails, I literally have to like meditate. Yeah. Not even kidding. Because it's a lot of information and it's the possibility of having something new. Yeah, to look into. It's just, it's really a... F- it's kind of, um, yeah, there's a lot of fear with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what's happening in my life. Now you're in theater and everything, but everything is being postponed. Even concerts, yeah. share. Everything, everything yeah. was postponed. Like literally, um, I've been, cause I've, you know, you follow pe- famous people on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff. I follow a lot of comedians and a lot of them are like, so as you can see, like I've, all my stuff has been postponed. Mm-hmm. Like just know that like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to send you like everything out, you know, right. and all this stuff. And I was following one, uh, they're like, a, it's one of my favorite singers, the lead singer of Lake street, uh, drive. Mm. Nope. Lake street dive. I would dive. say drive. It's Lake street dive. Lake street dive. And, uh, she was posting like live, live from home. And she was like singing in her house and she's trying to like make it a hashtag and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So she I like challenged doing that too. Yeah. She's challenged other people to like post a video being like live from home, right. you know? So, but anyways, but yeah, like, so let's talk about, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about Corona. Is let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the virus. Let's talk about the sickness. Let's talk about the fear that goes along with this. Mm-hmm. And then we can probably start getting into our own personal fears. But yeah. right now, this is like the really big thing. I feel like this is going to be a really good therapy sesh. Yeah. Because whether I like to say it or not, like it's kind of scary. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's so much 
the sickness itself that's scary right as much as it's people's reactions to it right like people reacting in the way of like you got to go home like wear a mask you know like Mm -hmm. all this stuff right that's what's scary about it yeah I agree. You know? Mm-hmm. And panic like, is you... really contagious too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I see someone else kind of in fear or panic and it's something that we mutually share, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to get panicked too. Yeah. Where There was one point where we had a scare of coronavirus at our local hospital. Oh, really? And uh, it was a rumor. Mm-hmm. And, um, but someone came into the office and told us and we were like, oh my gosh, because we have like, uh, we have people who work with the office and they're in police and, uh, enforcement and stuff like that. So, um, we were told like, Hey, they have an active case at St. Francis and not really knowing, um, because this was novel. Like this is brand new. It started in 2019 of December. Yeah. So, and then within a month, people in China had it all coded, named, uh, knew the family taxonomy and all that cool stuff, which is very important because you have to know what you're working with. And then they started a treatment plan. And then, um, but anyway, the fear of having just like being told that it's here, it's like, oh, well, that's all the way in China. Yeah. It's literally like, and we just had Mardi Gras. A lot of people from Monroe went down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Yeah. And there's like, there's the CDC has a, um, or johnhopkins.com has a map of all the active cases that are mm-hmm. confirmed, not speculated there. The last time I checked was Friday and there was one close to Alexandria, which is only three hours away from here. Yeah. And now everything's being canceled and it's just like, you know, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, it kind of reminds me when you say like it has a map of where like they're all confirmed and stuff. Have you ever played that that game online called plague? Mm -mm. So there's like, there's a game that you can get on your phone and shadowing. I I know it's (laughs) kind of scary, but, but like I used to really like playing it because, um, it's you're the virus and like you play as the virus and the goal of the game is to infect the entire world. Oh my gosh. And so like it literally like you figure out how to mutate your virus. What? To be trained. Like you can like do it through animals or birds. And then like, you know, as, but like you want to make it indetectable as well, because when they start detecting it and people start dying, right? Like planes stop moving. And when planes stop moving, you can't go, you can't go across the world. It's oh my a gosh. really, it's a really, okay. So it's there's really, a lot of knowledge behind that. Yeah. It's a yeah. really fun game, yeah. but it's just like, it's also like, Ooh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of. I'll I'll agree, it is scary. Now, it's very similar to like. Have you ever watched the movie Contagion? That movie either. I think I have that movie. Me and my dad went and saw the movie, and I remember a lot of people like didn't want to go see it because it's kind of it is scary. It's yeah. like the end of the world type stuff. Oh gosh, but I like, like those kind of movies though. But yeah, and like, but this is that was different to where like everyone was dying. Yeah, you know. And so, or was, oh, the vibe that I got whenever everyone's like started panicking and buying toilet paper. We'll come back to that. Yeah. You remember, have you ever seen the show The Happening? Yes. Okay, that's that's literally, whenever I walked out of the office, whenever we had that little scare of someone telling us that there was a, I was like, oh my gosh, it's windy. It's the plants. They're killing us. We're killing the earth. Yeah, and, and that's you know. the thing is like, I think, I was thinking about that the other day too because I walked outside and like, it seems like a normal day. You know what right, I'm saying? Because right. it's just like the sun's out, mm-hmm. like the wind's blowing. Plants seem very green right now, especially mm-hmm. since the beginning of spring. Uh-huh. And like especially there's birds here. chirping, uh-huh. you know, it's just like nature's feeling great. But it's also like, what if nature is killing us? Right. What if it's like a tsunami of viruses just on its way and then birds just start falling out of the sky oh and earthquakes and blood? Yes. That yeah. would be a different type of thing. Well, you can sure. see where our minds go when it, we talk yes, about viruses. Like, one, like exactly. And that's how, I think that's how like, all this panic even began mm-hmm. is like 
it you like start talking about one thing and then like that one thing it's like well that could be kind of real then the next right. goes to the next thing it's like well oh my god then this, this, right. this, and this yeah. you know yeah and i feel like that's how just people's minds work in general like we talk about all the time how our minds just like if we're having just not a great day and we mm-hmm. can't get out of a mindset of like a bad thing how our right. minds go from this bad thing to the, this bad thing right. and then this bad thing and then this bad thing right. you know so yeah but so like, I mean, what you, we're kind of wired to run off fear. Yeah. Like we have to actively not be fearful. Exactly. You know, it's like subconsciously engraved in our DNA to be fearful. And that's good for survival. Yeah. I was going to say like but for like, survival reasons. Of we're course. not just surviving anymore. Like my food is at McDonald's right now waiting on me to buy it. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. have to go out and get ready and get my tools to go hunting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it's it's good to keep in check because if not, then you just end up like a psychopath just thinking the world's going to end. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. So what do you think about the coronavirus? So interestingly enough, uh-huh. Dr. Seth Franklin is here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, the class that I'm taking now is virology. Okay. And it's strictly the study of viruses. So we talked uh, a lot about like entry into a cell and all this fun stuff and mechanics and stuff. We also had a like a 45-minute discussion of the coronavirus mm-hmm. whenever it was first being like, in Wuhan, Wuhan is that how you pronounce I mean, it? Yeah, it's Wuhan, in China. China. Yeah, and um, coronavirus is a family of viruses. So okay. COVID nineteen is a specific one that we're all worried about. Mm-hmm. Coronaviruses, or this one in particular that I know of, um, is a lot like the flu. So it's transmission through. Isn't like the cold, the common cold, also like a coronavirus as well? Uh, or is it's, that it's technically not a coronavirus, oh, okay. but the symptoms are pretty so, much the same. Oh, okay. So like whenever people were going in at China, like at the uh, hospitals and such, they were like, "Oh, we'll test you for the flu, or we'll test you for the cold, which is the flu." You know what I mean? And it comes out negative, right? And people die from the flu all the time, mm-hmm. and then. Um, as people persisted, they had worse coughs and they just got worse and worse because it's not the flu. If you're not treating it the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, uh, it just caused people to look deeper. And so they traced it all back because, um, this person knew this person and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then you keep going, going, going. And it was traced back to, um, either a bird or a snake. I can't remember which one, which Mm -hmm. one they decided, but in China, they have a lot of free markets, which is like where you go and you buy live birds or, I guess you buy live snakes too. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's China. You can, they have a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And, different um, culture. Right. So they do a lot of different things, but so anyway, the virus mutated and this is very, very common. Yeah. You can figure out, um, what types of viruses are going to happen for the next flu season. If you can find it in birds or mammals, because that's where they mutate and then they can, uh, infect us. Which is interesting to me that, is, that yeah. we're like, I mean, we're concerned about only humans, but if you, uh, if you capture enough birds, which I watched a Netflix documentary called Pandemic, and there's scientists that will go out and uh, catch birds and uh, do a genetic test and stuff and see if they have it. Yeah. And um, anyway, basically what happened is the coronavirus, the COVID-19 one mutated in a way that now it can affect humans. Yeah. And the only reason why we're even concerned with it is because it infected humans. Yeah. We don't really care if it's can hurt us, but if we can still eat the chicken. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as far as cases and stuff like that, it's growing and it'll continue to grow until people, um, recover or unfortunately pass on and die. But, um, really the only people who will die is if they're immunocompromised, meaning like, they're doing chemotherapy mm-hmm. or if they're um, they're sick or they had an autoimmune disease or something like that. And then uh, the elderly. Mm-hmm. Now, what's really interesting, okay. I swear I'm going to keep it short, but <laughs> what's really interesting, ages 
zero to nine, if there are any cases of any sort, or even if they think that it's coronavirus, or even if someone tests positive, they show no symptoms. So like they're, they would be like carriers on those, huh? Right, exactly. Yeah. So like one person will like almost die from the flu while another one is like just totally a fine, cough, right? Yeah. A common cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, but they show no symptoms as children. They, I mean, they're resilient because even whenever you're super young, there've been uh, documentation of like a child getting its finger cut off or something happening and it growing back. Mm. So they're still kind of in the embryonic like growth, growth or stage, development, like you know? Development stage, yeah. yeah. And it's so like, spage? that's not a word. Spage. I mean, it can be, <laughs> I mean, coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's something new. But, uh, but anyway, I think what, um, if you look at it from like retrospect and like looking at the earth down, coronavirus really has taught us a lot about like washing your hands how important it is even though we all know it but we're actively doing it now the mask thing yeah there are manufacturers who are out of masks because people are buying them like crazy yeah here's the thing the only people who really should be wearing masks are healthcare person personnel yeah like nurses Mm -hmm. that need them because there are they're around a lot more people so the mass, a lot more sick people. Right, exactly. And yeah. it doesn't even, not even just coronavirus. So like, let's just say if one of our common folk, like one of us, wear the mask, what is the first thing we're going to do? We have to put it on. Yeah. What if coronavirus is on your hands? Yeah. You didn't go through proper washing of hands like nurses do, you know? Yeah, you definitely And don't. then you're going to be touching your face because there's something new on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's really the way that you get it is through putting, it gets on your hands and you touch your face or something like that. I mean, you can breathe it in if someone sneezes, but who is going to stand around when someone sneezes? Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And let's talk about toilet paper. Okay. So. This is interesting to me. And I feel like, I thought it was just like a Louisiana thing, but apparently it's like an everywhere Everywhere. Thing. Like people are like fear buying or panic buying, mm-hmm. like going into stores and buying up all the toilet paper. Like it doesn't make you poop what a lot. Are, yeah. You what know? does that even mean? Like, I, why? I guess it's just a fear of like, oh my gosh, what if I have to be quarantined? Even if you are quarantined, you can get toilet paper. Like literally, we've been working on what? Like a like a six pack roll or it's like right. for like months. Right. Like, like, I mean, also, we don't have to wipe our front parts because we that's just. That's true. We're men. We just sling a lang and it's dry, you know? <laughs> but women have to wipe. I get that. But also, just because someone else has used it twice as much doesn't mean that doesn't. you need it that much. Yeah. And what really broke my heart, which I'm, I know this has happened a lot more times than just the one Instagram photo I saw. Mm-hmm. An older woman was trying to buy toilet paper because she needed it and couldn't. She's the one that's most susceptible yeah. to coronavirus. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then there was another picture of this person took a picture of all their stock. Like it was like at least a hundred, yeah. at least a hundred toilet paper rolls. And she was like, I know everybody's buying it, but I just want to be sure that I'm good. Someone subtweeted it or retweeted it or whatever. And was like, you're the dumb blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's making people can't, that makes it to where people can't get it anymore. Exactly. And it's just like, at what point do you realize you're being ridiculous? Yeah. You like, what are, like wh- when all this dies down, which it will eventually. It will. Yeah. What are you going to do with all that? You're going to build a fort? Go right. TP some people's houses? Right. I mean, I'm not against it, but. But like what? It's dumb. TP houses, yeah. TP houses. Well, but, can I share some stuff that I learned yes. from the Instagram? For sure. Um, So like this, this page called Info Beautiful mm-hmm. on Instagram shared this COVID-19 hashtag coronavirus data package. And so they literally just have like a few panels of pictures of like 
comparing the coronavirus to other things or giving you actual facts on the coronavirus at that time where Mm. they took the data from. Like some stats. Yeah, some stats. So, like, one of the stats was the majority of infections are mild. So, like, and it goes from upon, like, seriousness of symptoms. Uh So, like, 80.9% are mild symptoms, which are flu-like symptoms, and you just stay home. Right. Then there's 13.8% percent which are severe and those are like hospitalizations Mm -hmm. and there's only 4.7 percent that are critical which are like intensive care patients right so like and then it goes on to tell you like currently ill there's only 40 like these are the majority of people who have covered a of a total worldwide confirmation of cases so like currently ill is only 40 percent recovered from the illness is like 56% and only Mm -hmm. 3.5% of people have died from it. Yeah. The mortality rate is really, really low. Yeah. It's almost, it's pretty much the same as far as I know as the flu. Yeah. So like (laughs) y'all. Well, and I mean like, and then it goes on to be like disease deaths per day worldwide. Mm -hmm. Tuberculosis is at the very top with 3,014 people dying each day. Whereas coronavirus or COVID-19, which we've been talking about Mm -hmm. is only, 56 like like worldwide 56 people this is global y'all yes and then when it goes to the media that's what's been blowing all this up the media Mm -hmm. so there's sars which i don't really know what sars is sars was an epidemic in um early 2010s okay so like it was i don't know if it's the same as COVID 19 but it was a new emergent novel okay the same as far as like it can affect humans now yeah. but i don't know the symptoms or anything well sars was mentioned on the media so like uh 56.2 million and then there's hiv 40 uh-huh. million like mers i don't know yeah M- mers mers mm-hmm. mers 23.2 million mm-hmm. ebola 11.1 million and oh. it goes on to be smaller COVID 19 was 1.1 billion like mentions in in media. Oh, okay. So you're saying like, wow. Yeah, 1.1 billion p or like media places have or like mentioned it. It's Just almost like it. it's almost like the media is they're not lying to us because they do. I don't think they're they're not they're not lying to us because coronavirus is a thing. But it's such an overplayed truth. It's just they're overkilling it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's making like, people panic. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, why would you want to spread panic like that or spread right. fear? Like, why would you want to do that? Right. And well, that and then also people's choices to react to it. Whenever I get too much into politics and stuff like that, I get really fearful because it's like, well, I believe this. And then they're saying that. And then I go back and forth and my head is like, whoa. So I can only imagine with someone who doesn't really know. Okay, I'm not claiming to know everything about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. But the amount that I know is, I guess you could say. It's a little bit more than me, which I'm just a regular Joe. Right. And I'm also, I'm I'm in school for it. Yeah. And so like I, I even asked my teacher, in bringing up the media, I said, so you know a little bit about the history of outbreaks and the public and whatnot. She was like, I know some, you know, being humble. Yeah. She's so sweet. <laughs> um, but I said, is this a normal reaction? Like, is everyone just being ridiculous? She was like, I don't know if I would use the word ridiculous, but she put it this way. She said, if we have to, as a nation, the continental U S if we had to learn, um, quarantine protocol and stuff like that and figure it out because we do have protocol for that aka ebola which mm-hmm. is highly contagious yes um, and like super deadly yes like 67 like percent death rate so like everybody yeah. dies everybody dies like you literally have to like everyone will die and you yeah. just have to like burn it out right literally well little tangent ebola literally will infect you 
cause you to bleed internally and then cause your blood vessels to start uh, releasing liquid, basically lysing them. Mm-hmm. You literally turn to mush. It's like horrible. Yeah. It's bad. But she like, said, don't you like, you have like a severe fever. So yeah. you almost like burn from the inside out. Yeah. Literally yeah. like, because your body's like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to burn this crap out, which yeah. it does with anything. Yeah. And then you go into multi-organ failure and then your body is just like trying to do uh it's called a cytotox cytotoxin storm which is all your immune system releases all it's got Mm -hmm. and that is pretty much like it'll end up killing you yeah because it's not it's toxic you know what i mean i mean uh mechanisms and stuff like that it's not really what kills you yeah i mean you're bleeding internally yeah but uh but she was saying that uh if she had to choose a virus that would teach us this kind of thing as a nation if you look at it from a the whole point of coronavirus, yeah. then this would be a good one because yeah. it's not really high mortality rate. It's teaching us quarantine protocol. And then also, I mean, you see everybody buying up masks and trying to be cautious and stuff like that. And like teaching their kids like right. how to wash their hands. Right. Yeah. And that's important. But on the other hand, what I've noticed from the public is that if you were to graph it, the fear just just goes straight up and then eventually it'll go straight down. Mm-hmm. It's going to die off. Yeah. It's the same whenever you get pants and pe yeah. everybody's gonna be talking about it and then nobody for the gonna next be, week right and just be like, all right well, whatever right and then but like that's the same thing for like hiv and stuff like that it's still like i mean people who develop aids specifically to hiv people are dying from that yeah and just like you said tuberculosis is the top one yeah which by the way should be eradicated it should be gone we have a vaccine for it yeah and I understand third world countries really don't have um, the necessary means to get right. to it. And, yeah. yeah. And like, that's one thing. But in the US, like, people I mean, aside from insurance and all that crap, it should be gone. We yeah. have a vaccine. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. <sighs> Regarding vaccines. Mm-hmm. So I recently watched the, um, I said earlier, the show Pandemic. Okay. Yes. You follow a bunch of different people in different ways um, and different things that they do for. Uh, infectious diseases and whatnot. There is someone on there that chooses not to vaccinate their children because it's a right. You don't have to vaccinate. You're not forced, right? That's correct. So I was sitting there and I was like, I remember very young, like extremely young when I was getting my shots. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy it. I cried. Yeah. But I also don't get a sickness. Like I'm, even if I'm predisposed, I would I would be okay in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still possible that I still get sick from it. My chances are really low. Vaccinations aren't a guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, why wouldn't, why not? It's like, I'm hand, like you're thirsty. I'm handing you water and you're saying no. No, thanks. Yeah. But I don't, I, I just, I really can't understand why. I mean, I guess body autonomy or whatever. I guess like a lot of, I think it just comes down to a lot of people's belief systems with that. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to get into it because, like, you know, I know people who aren't vaccinated. Right. And, you know, we joke around. We joke around about it and stuff. Right. But I know them. So, like, I can do that. Right. But at the same time, it's like. Help me understand because I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it at I, all. I, mean, I still don't get it either. Like, I don't understand why you would not want to protect Be, yourself if you could. Right. It's or like, like having or sex. Or as a parent, protect your child if you could. Right. You know. But, I mean, I guess, like. Every reason I've ever heard about it mm-hmm. is like a belief system. It's like, oh, like, if they, like, yeah. Okay. Or like they think the vaccine is going to cause harm, you know? Okay. Oh, or something like that. Like autism and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one before. Which is uh, not true. Not true. But, you know, 
whatever right. do you you do you right but you know but just I don't think get it, sick and come around me <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of thing a lot of the biggest thing is like i was watching a svu one mm-hmm. time and some kid got the measles mm-hmm. and it like well like he got murdered or whatever mm. and the reason why they figured it out like how he got murdered but he like died from the measles that's how he died or how that's how the baby died it was a baby died oh okay and then from there they like traced it back to this one kid and Mm. then they're like well why does how is he getting the measles she was like well we don't believe in vaccinations and he's just like you're gonna really predispose all the kids in your daycare to someone who might carry the measles like even if he doesn't have it doesn't or like he was sick for a few days. Mm-hmm. He could still carry it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, it was like this really big thing. And like, I think they like, I don't remember if they like tried to charge the mom with like second degree murder. I mean, cause well, technically I mean, she's, she's responsible for like, I think three, three infants. Dying. Right. Well then if that's the case then there should be a, a yes or no on vaccinations. Like, yeah. Right. So well, I, I mean, could, that's why a lot of public schools don't allow kids who right. aren't vaccinated in, in, because right. they don't want that liability. Right. But I, like, it was just very interesting. To that see is that. interesting. Because I never thought about it that way. But yeah. I mean, like, and I don't know. I mean, again, that's like Law and Order SVU. <laughs> like, right. it's not. No, I mean, like, I mean, that's based on points, some though. real stuff, but right. like, not real. Right. You know, but, you know, it's interesting to think yeah. about. I mean, I've heard of people not taking blood, like blood transfusions, because of their beliefs. And that's, I mean, that's cool. That's that cool. You're, I mean, like, let's just say if you have a patient and they need, a bag of blood and they say no it's like bro you gonna die like yeah. you have no blood yeah like what right no. and then the next question really from uh, a manager uh standpoint like of the hospital yeah well if they're gonna die and they're not accepting the care we can what? have some another sick patient that will accept the care yeah you need to go yeah you know what i'm saying exactly so like i mean not that i would ever say that but, but also like as a doctor it's just like well you took an oath not to like Right. Let anyone come into harm. So it's like, do I like ignore your beliefs and just do it? Right. You know? Yeah. I've seen uh, some Grey's Anatomy episodes about that and they did it and they were upset. They were mad at him or her. I can't remember who it was, but they lived and they left mad. It's just like, I saved your life and you're going to be mad about it. Okay. Right. And the I guess the weird thing is, it's just like the belief system makes sense. Like I, I could see someone like, I guess a Christian. I don't know. I'll just say a Christian. My body is a holy temple. Yeah. And I don't want any way of in any infectious disease or anything like that. There's also a line in my personal opinion mm-hmm. where it's just like, where does my safety end and your safety start? And that's, I think that's the argument that a lot of people try to make. And it's like, well, I believe this and I believe that. And it's just like, that's cool. But like, hello facts. When you're putting someone else at risk, does that make it right? Right. Like you may believe this, but you, I mean, I'm assuming someone who believes in, let's just say it's like for God or whatever. Right. Um, if you believe in God, you also believe in being morally right and not hurting others. It's like, right. well, if your actions are inadvertently hurting others, right. Are you really like, following the path of your right. Lord and savior? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, it's very interesting to think about yeah. that, which is, that's just like a whole rabbit hole we could go down. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it's interesting to me because I see both points um, growing up in a very conservative home. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was vaccinated as a kid, Yeah. but uh, I also developed chicken pox and then I've had 
eight, seven, no, eight now outbreaks of shingles. So like, mm-hmm. I've never had chicken pox. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I've always had to be well, vaccinated. Chicken pox and shingles suck, but yeah, they suck. Okay. I don't really remember chicken pox, but shingles, baby. Oh gosh. It's horrible. I already itch all the time anyway. Cause eczema. Right. But, but just to, I guess, close out the whole vaccine thing. If you ain't vaccinated, like that's cool. That's it cool. doesn't bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me, but you know. Yeah. It's just interesting to talk about. It is. Because I see both points and it's just like, which side would I choose? Yeah. You know? I, I know mean, I guess I would I really would have choose. to talk to like someone who like firmly, like, you know, I know people who haven't been vaccinated, but like, they're just kind of like, I haven't been vaccinated. And I'm just mm. like, oh, why? And then they're just right. like, I don't know. My parents just never got me vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's not like a lot of discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah. But like as someone like someone who hardcore firmly believes in it, I would have to talk to right. them and just I figure guess, it out. Like I just want to have an open conversation. Right. You and know? I guess maybe it's the same thing as far as men and uh, circumcision. Yeah. It's it's literally a, a reason because of religious beliefs. Yeah. And I mean, hygiene. Hygiene. Yeah. But, um, but also in pandemic, the lady um, typically whenever she was talking about non-vaccination, she was saying that it's government control. Like she doesn't want someone else having control over her body mm. saying like, you need this, you need that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, from that perspective, because they, they live very hippie mm-hmm. hippie-ish or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like they, she breastfed on camera and stuff like that, which is cool. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Uh, but what she's showing in doing that is like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Especially with my children. Okay. Respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's another uh, viewpoint if it's not religious, if it is. And then some people yeah. are out of that and there's just like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do me. She also yeah. homeschools all her children too. So, yeah, like, so she wouldn't even have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, anyway. Well, Seth, what fears do you have? Mm, oh, you want to talk about fear? <laughs> is it too far? No, it's too far. No. <laughs> um, the, one of the main fears I have uh currently is things that well i mean this is very broad i'm I'm very fearful of things that i don't understand Mm. and so when i try to understand them the fear kicks in and it's just like i can't do this like for this job thing yeah like i'm looking at all this stuff and yes i can learn it because i can do basic math and i can i can do it it's just like it's in a different state it's it would be all brand new. It'd be like a new chapter. And I'm not really fearful of the job itself because if it was a Monroe, hop on it. You know? Yeah. But uh, the fear of leaving, the fear of just like not knowing, like. That's a really big fear of mine too. Yeah. I don't like I, if I, if I don't know, no, normally if I don't know something, Google. Yeah. And then, you know, but whenever it comes to life lessons and you have to go through it to really understand it, it's just like, that's so scary. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that because I think one of my biggest fears also is like the unknown and just not really under like knowing what's going to happen. Right. And I feel like that's what keeps me personally from doing a lot of things Mm -hmm. just because like in my head, I'm like, okay, well if I do this, it could be really beneficial, but it also could go really, really bad. Right. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Right. You know, like where it comes to like job interviews or like stuff like that. It's like, what if I'm not good at it? What if I fail? Or like, what if I leave? Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And what if I hate it? Right. Because that's happened before. Right. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen every time. Right. And also it's just like. It's the risk though. Yeah. The risk of it all. And it's just like, I'm, I don't, I would say I'm like a fairly, I would, I'll take risks, you know, but I think when it comes to big stuff, like as far as like stability and things like that, Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes really scary. Yeah. And so 
I and like even also like with like even relationships, like personal relationships, yeah. like fear of being rejected. Like, but it's like I could also not be rejected again. Like that unknown. Like I don't right. know how they're going to react to it. Yeah, and so it's very. I become very like, oh no, right. you know, I was very fearful to even try out for this play. Right. Like, you know, I was good up until this, the day of, and I'm like, oh no, right. I don't know. You remember? Right. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't and think then, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and then I remember you like, I was you, like you know what? I was like, I'm going to do something. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to do it. And we did the, is it the Sydney shuffle? Yeah, we did. We did the yeah, we did Sydney aerobics. Sydney aerobics. Yes. There it is. Sydney Marino. And you went and you did it, and, and I did in it. it, and I'm in it, and I oh, have like lines and stuff, and you know, and like, but it is like again, like it is fearful to like you know go out there and put yourself out there. Yeah, and I think to worry that people are gonna be like ew. Yeah, you know, like, ew, yeah. stop. Right. <laughs> I think really what I'm really afraid of to put a label on it is not necessarily like moving and stuff like that is the vulnerability. Because like, okay, like moving away is one thing, but then actually going and not knowing anything, it puts me in a very vulnerable place. It gives me, it puts me in a, um, in a place that I can be hurt. Yeah. And not like emotionally or anything like that. It's just like, I don't know what to do. Where do I go? Because like I've lived in Monroe my entire life and it's like, we took a road trip and that was very eye opening because I've never been that far other than Vegas Mm -hmm. and we flew. And we flew there. So yeah. Yeah. When you're taking a road trip, like you have to figure it out. Right. (laughs) I mean, we got GPS and stuff like that, but also it's just like you see everything. You see the terrain change and everything. You realize how small of a place you live in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, so perspective is really big too, but I think vulnerability is the biggest thing. Another thing that I'm really fearful of that is continually on my mind like daily is like not being accepted, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So like not even like sexually, uh, sexual orientation because like that's, if you don't accept, then that's your problem yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but being not accepted for anything period. And I've had, I've had to like mentally box up my sexual orientation and put it in the bag. And then if anyone talk, like wants to talk about it or if they do accept me, I'll open it back up and then go from there. Yeah. But if, if someone doesn't accept it, it's in a box, it's gone. It's not talked about, you know? Yeah. And slowly, but surely I'm starting to open it bring it out, whatever, mm-hmm. put it back, you know, like trying to really figure out my course of who I'm supposed to be in this world. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that, that's kind of scary. Some days I'm like, all right, the box is open all day, every day. And then it's like, uh, the fear of, um, of not being accepted really can cultivate my thoughts a lot. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, I can't get through this day without opening that box. Yeah. Like be like suppressing it, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then um not being accepted is a big fear, of course. And then yeah. 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 I feel like one of my bigger like one of my fears that I used to have like this is a fear I guess like you could say that I kinda got over. Mm-hmm. Um one of my fears was being I guess like I don't know how to explain it. Other it's hard than to like, formulate, s- isn't it? Yeah. Like fear is very difficult thing to figure out because mm-hmm. especially when you're not talking about like i'm afraid of cockroaches which i actually am but like there's stupid. not a cockroach around yeah yeah and so but like it is a very irrational fear that i have but um, no it's not i hate cockroaches i just can't do it i, can't I can either. do wasps and spider well i can't really do wasps wasps are kind of scary too but right. like because they fly cockroaches are like not that scary like they don't do anything they're just Ugh, yeah but they're so fast yeah they're so fast they're girl weird. they're so fast and when they fly game changer oh no like if there's one on the it wall it gives me the willies every time yeah <laughs> like when we first moved in there was you made quinoa mm, oh, and no. you went and yes. ate it and put it in tubware 
and you said you let it sit out while oh you were eating God. it and i walked in it was the largest was cockroach like, i've ever seen in my life which i think it technically was a water bug so yeah but like, still gross but still like same family coronavirus is same family but uh but was, i looked over and i saw those two big antennas oh, i was like oh yeah. my gosh i remember you were like ah and i was like what and i walked in and i was like oh my god nope no and literally i, I had raid and you had a shoe a shoe I, yeah. we were both ready and then it walked behind the th- oh it god. went behind the freaking stove but we i was like let's turn it on and fry it that's <laughs> not in the stove. yeah we figured i don't know we figured it just like eventually just died so or it went out of the went hole away. it called in or Hopefully. whatever oh, i don't know but yeah. it hasn't come back so that's yeah. all that really matters now what's another fear but uh i can't think of another one yeah i th- but like one of the big fears i feel like i've kind of gotten over is like being like i guess forgotten or not okay. even thought of yeah you know what i'm saying yeah alone yeah like yeah. i don't i don't like really being alone personally yeah. i don't i feel like you know everyone feels loneliness i don't yeah. really like being alone but i mean you know i think there was one part in my life for like a very majority part of my life where i felt like if i died today no one would care Oh God! You know, like no, like you know, my mother and my dad, they would care. My sister, right. like family, would. Yeah. But as far as like other people outside of me, like I could vanish and no one would really notice. Yeah. Not saying like you know, like I would make myself vanish away. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like as someone who would just be like, yeah, I just feel like no one really cares if I'm here or not. Right. Or and, like not feeling important. Yeah. yeah. And so, but like that's changed a lot because I realize like how important I am to people now. Right. But. But they used to be a really big fear, like, of just having, like, just, like, basically becoming invisible and, like, going away and right. no one really being like, oh, yeah, there was that guy, there was that guy that was, like, around, right. you know? Right. That was somebody that did something. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. really knows and who really cares? Yeah. Uh, that would be a fear of mine, too. Um, but I feel like that's just, like, that's a scary thing to even think about yeah. for anyone. Yeah. I would say, like, maybe, maybe I don't co- consciously think about it a lot, but I do... Maybe I do because I do wish like my relationships with close family and stuff like that. Like I'm trying to work on that. Yeah. And it's like, I guess maybe I am fearful of being forgotten or just like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Not thought of a lot. Yeah, Not thought of. Yeah. And you go weeks without hearing from each other. And it's like, do you remember? Of course they remember. you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, have you made an effort? No, but that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle with that too. Yeah. Yeah interesting i didn't ever think of that until you said it yeah kind of brought it sorry to light no sorry it's good I because up. i need to think about it if yeah. it's happening you know <laughs> it's good to put a label on it because then i can really figure out if that label fits it yeah and then whenever i do that i'm sorry i learn more and more about it yeah you know mm-hmm. and then i can do it like my gayness and box it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean box it up in appropriate little files you know yeah exactly that way i know it's there right exactly um so do you have any like irrational fears? Um, I'll say this, mm-hmm. and I I feel like you kind of know this. I have um a subconscious fear of being asleep. So like, I mean, like you know, when you're young, it's like, oh my gosh, what if I die in my sleep or whatever? Uh-huh. You know, whatever. Like, cause you see that in movies and stuff like that. But I have sometimes I have night terrors. Mm-hmm. Well, I have night terrors very often. I haven't in about like two weeks, which is like tight. But typically, whenever I have night terrors, it's whenever I'm really stressed out. Mm-hmm. So I had them a lot last summer, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had them a lot whenever we moved here because it's a new thing. It's new stress, you know? Yeah. But the night terrors really, like, 
capitalize on what I'm constantly thinking about, but take it to an extreme. Yeah. To where I believe someone's in the house or there's a um, freaking scorpion tail grandma thing that's trying to get me, you know, and it's like, that doesn't even make sense. But yeah. I had a dream one time where I, it was the head of a grandma, the body of, um, of like an insect and then the tail of a scorpion. Like it seems demonic and whatnot. Yeah. And a lot of people from the church that I used to attend would say, I never said this, but they would say, they would say that it's demonic, Yeah. but it's really just the fear of just like being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's not even real. Yeah. That's, that's really what it was. It's like the thing that's attacking me is not even real. Mm-hmm. So like the whole idea is, is that my mind is my worst enemy. And if I allow it, it'll continually snowball into something that's not even real. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So I just have to, um, I guess the combatant that I guess you could say is just really captivate each thought, stem it back to where it came from, and then realize that that original thought was not that bad. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I think like besides, I I guess I I guess you could say that like I'm fearful of bugs. Like I don't really like bugs. Right. Not a big fan of them. Mostly mm-hmm. cockroaches and praying mantises because they look weird. Yeah. Oh, centipedes. Oh, oh gosh. no. They're I like waves can't. of legs. Yeah. You want to talk like, about legs, Naomi? Girl. <laughs> Look at a centipede. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like another like fear I have is like, I have a fear of falling. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like, it's not a fear of heights because like I can climb up stuff. It's easy. But like stuff that doesn't seem very safe to climb upon, like ladders. Yeah. Like you'll see like me like shaking. (laughs) You know, like you see me climb up in the attic. I'm like, "Uh, yeah. uh." (laughs) What if I fall? (laughs) No. So like, it's a very, it is a fear of like falling. And I used to be afraid of the dark, like when I was younger. Me too. Like I hated, I didn't like to go to sleep. Oh, like you said, like that too. was what really like brought mm-hmm. it up because I used to be afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. I used to have like a nightlight and I, like, I don't know what it was. And I think it was again, like going into like in the darkness, there's like, there could be something unknown. Right. right. And it I feel like a lot of my fears like kind of go back to like the unknown thing. Right. It's like. And we're fearful of what we don't understand or mm-hmm. what we can't see ahead of us. Right. And I think that comes back to what we were talking about before is like survival. It's right. like if we don't know it's coming, it could eventually hurt us. Right. It makes us vulnerable. Right. And it's okay to be scared of those mm-hmm. things. And it's okay to like have that fear and have that instinct. But I think at the end of the day, like we have to realize is that not everything in the unknown is going to hurt us and not everything in the unknown is like bad. Right. Sometimes it's really good and we have to be able to take those risks and take those chances and like step out and take those steps in our lives, not only to make us better people, but to make us better for like the world around us. Right. And like, it's a part of your journey. So like if you, if you don't take the risk and everything, the opportunity may still present itself later on. But until you take the risk, it will continually present itself. And I think that's whenever people really get in this cycle of depression. It's where it's like, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. And God's like, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. You know? Yeah. So like uh, for me personally, whenever I was uh, going, like I officially came out, opportunities were all the time. Yeah. All the time. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm afraid of uh, uh, rejection. I'm afraid of uh, my family not accepting me. Oh, I'm afraid of bloom. I could go on and on yeah, and on. Yeah. And then it finally got to a point where it's just like, I'm either going to fake this my whole life or I'm just going to end up being real. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going to take? Yeah. And I ended up being real. And then our friendship got better, went and saw friends, created new friends in the community. Yeah. Are all friends in the community period? Good. 
good people. Mm -hmm. Some people aren't. Yeah. But also there's not good people in your current one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like when you open the door to something new, like it's, it's going to be just like it is now. It's just going to be new. Yeah. And better. Yeah. Because even if it ends up being bad, what are you going to do? You're going to take the other pass that you were going to take originally anyway. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So, and I think like, even if it is bad, it's like, well, that is the necessary push to get you into the other unknown. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, because you don't want to be in a bad situation anyway. Right. So like, even if you do take the unknown into the bad situation, you're like, okay, well, I got to get hop up out of here and I can't go back because no one can go back. No, you can't. So you got to keep going forward. Right. Do you just do the next right thing like they say in Frozen? Come on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And then eventually it becomes part of your story and then it it evolves you in a new way. And then eventually your story could help somebody else. Right. And so... Hello. Hello. Right. (laughs) So as an end note, as far as fear, I remember on... uh, It's a movie called Earth with Will Smith and his son. Mm -hmm. He said fear is an acronym. And if you turn it like up and down, it's false evidence appearing real. Oh. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. Yeah. And so like sometimes, like I said earlier, the thing that really like fights me isn't even real. Yeah. And I remember in therapy, I made that distinction and my therapist like opened her eyes like really wide. Mm-hmm. I was like, Miss Leslie, I'm teaching you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was like, yeah, that's really, really smart. Cause I was telling her about a dream at the time. But yeah. yeah. And I think like one big thing that like kind of also like stuck in my mind whenever we were trying to come up with what we wanted to talk about today, mm-hmm. not only was like the current state of what's going on, right. but also like maybe a few, like a month ago or so, me and my mom were talking one day and we were just talking about like my future and like what's been going on with me. And she was like, you just seem like you're like, Ugh. and I'm like, I kind of am, you know? Yeah. And so you're my mom, you know, you're my mom. You can tell, um, much like Seth, he can always tell when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she was just like, I was telling her like what's going on. She was just like, you know what? I just read this passage and she like gave me like a scripture mm-hmm. and you know, being Christians, you know, mm-hmm give you a scripture, which, you know, it did make me feel better. Right. And it was just like saying that, like, we, we, we must not like walk in fear basically right. for like the Lord is there with us. Right. Like if for the Lord is there with us, there should be no fear. Right. And cause he's not the author of fear. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with that. And I was just like, but there's so many things to be afraid of. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, at the same time, it's like, it's okay to be scared of them mm-hmm. because being scared is temporary. Right. It's bad to be fearful of things. Right. Because exactly. fearful is long term. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like, just like encourage yourself yeah. in whatever way you need to do. Right. Like, you know, me being a Christian, I try to encourage myself in the Lord. If I'm right. fearing, if I'm feeling fearful, I usually just pray about it right. or something, right. you know? And, or like, I try to talk to other people about it. Take a mental health day. Take a mental health day. Or take a mental health 15 minutes on your lunch break. Do some meditation. Do a little prayer. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah. So I went to, you know, I went to Shreveport last, Mm -hmm. last night. Yeah. And, you know, I was kind of fearful of going because there is a reported case of the COVID-19 virus in Shreveport. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like thinking, I was battling, inward battling with myself, just being like, well, I mean, you know, like, what are the odds? I was like, well, they could be really high because I am going to be in, in a group of people for mm-hmm. it because it is a concert. But I mean, like, it's not a huge group of people, but it's like a, you know, sizable, you know. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, mm, I don't know. It kept going back and forth, back and forth. My mom called me to talk about toilet paper because we were just <laughs> laughing about it. And she's just like, you know what? I've just decided, like, if I'm going to have to go to work every day, I don't know where those people have been. I might as well just go to church, you know, like, well, I'm going to do what I want. You right. know, I might as well go to church. I might as well go to the grocery store. You don't know where all those people have been. And I know the Lord's going to keep me safe. Right. And you know, if it's in his will, 
it's what it is, you right. know? And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. Like, I shouldn't be fearful of these things. Right. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go and, right. you know, just pray over myself. Like, Lord, keep me healthy. And Amen. here we go. And here we go. Yeah. I think so, it's important to not live in fear. Yeah. Because like, even my therapist told me this. She said, even if you're fearful about one thing for a second, identify it, whatever you got to do and get it out. Because there's a song that I just love so much. Mm-hmm. She says, and these are better days. Like, those were the good old days and you reminisce or in the future, I'll be better if blank happens. And it's just like the present time is all you have. Even if for a second you have a bad thought or anything like that, you have to do whatever it takes to get it out Mm -hmm. or even sickness or whatever, because the present is really all we have. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, Instagram will keep the past up and live and well or whatever. Yeah. And the future is still waiting, you know, to happen. Right. And it's just like, all I can do right now, and even if you are feel for, fearful or whatever like that, identify it, pray about it, do your meditation, put on some essential oils, do whatever it takes to get rid of it because you cannot live in fear. Yeah. Like, it's like, you you can't do it because you're not living. Yeah. You're not fully living to the point that, to the potential that you can. The potential, yeah. And that's what it's all really about. Yeah. It's to living to our fullest potential. Right. And... This Gosh, is this is so freaking good. This is good. so good. Glad you touched my hands. Energy. Energy. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, we're almost like at an hour, and I think this has just been a good like, yeah, podcast. Yeah, update and yeah. love and, love and talking support. about fear. It's very liberating to talk about it. I yes. feel so good. I do. I feel so good. And it's good. freaking... It's not even nine o'clock. It's not. Oh my gosh, I can play my game. And we're going to freaking edit this. I know. Hell yes. Oh my gosh. Well... Okay. Okay, let's just do a small recap. Yes. COVID-19, you're fine. You're Even fine. if you get it, go to the doctor. Just if wash you your have hands. Flu- yeah, wash your hands. Germanx, if you got it. If you don't, you can make some. Yes. Just saying, you can make it. We actually did at the office. Hell yeah. Well, another manager of ours did. And if you cough, the vampire cough. Right. Into the elbow. Right. Like, what do you do? You dab. You dab. And then, um, so yeah, so don't live in fear. And if you don't have vaccines, I don't hate you. Yeah exactly it doesn't bother me it's okay to be scared not okay to be fearful amen and remember nuclear fission it's happening and be thankful amen love you guys so much bye, bye.